Hey, darling. Welcome to the She's a Creative podcast. Are you a female creative who wants to own your purpose and dominate your creative business? Then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kay, your host and guide to help you on your way to creative freedom and success. Hey, boo. Hey. So I am super excited today because we are chatting with LaShonda Wells. So LaShonda is a web designer for creatives. And today we're going to talk about the importance of web design and why and how you can keep your website maintained. So how are you doing today, LaShonda? I am doing awesome. Kay, it's so finally good to meet you and talk to you. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. Yes. I wish you could see how big my smile is right now. Like I am so excited because I just, I found you <laughs> almost like by chance on Instagram. I, I, someone had shared a post that you had done and I just was like, so like captivated by how you talk about web design. And especially since like you specialize in web design for creatives, which is like what my whole podcast is about. I was like, Oh my goodness. I have to have exactly. Yeah. Like I have to have Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So so at least I know something is working with social media because sometimes, you know, we put out so much content, like we feel like, you know, gosh, is anybody even paying any attention besides the people that I know? <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, now, you know, somebody's paying I definitely saw you. <laughs> your content but ever since then I've just been like wow okay so my website actually does matter and and that's really why I wanted to have you come on because I think a lot of us don't realize you know how important our website is like we don't we don't recognize the value or like how we should position ourselves and then also maintaining our website so I'm really excited about like digging in absolutely so really absolutely I can tell you that it is important Mm -hmm. yes so before we like go more into it First, tell us like a little bit about yourself, your story, like what made you get to the point now where you are designing um, websites for creatives? So, well, let me just um, give you the short version first. So the short version is, is that um, I started a um, entertaining and lifestyle uh, uh, craft type of blog back in, I believe it was like 2011, 2012, somewhere around there. And so that was my first uh, beginning into like, uh, you know, blogging and websites and stuff like that. So that's kind of how I kind of got my feet wet a little bit with um, designing my first website. And I am a self-taught um, graphic designer who specializes in uh, WordPress websites. And um, so, so my long, my story is, is basically, um, I have a degree in fashion, merchandising and marketing. And I was living in Chicago working for a corporate retail company. And unfortunately, at that company, um, I ended up being sexually harassed. And from that moment, like, I never went back to that company. It was so many things happening in my life at that time. Um, I was, um, had also been told by my husband that we were going to be relocating um, to, from Chicago to Texas. And so it was just so many things going on at that time. Um, and it all seemed like it was happening at once. And so I uh, decided to just continue doing my blog. I never went back to that company, ended up relocating to Texas. And we got to Texas. And here's some more news. Um, my sister was diagnosed with breast cancer. And so she lived in Atlanta. And I'm from Georgia, by the way. My husband and I both are from Georgia. And so um, I ended up packing my things because I had not found a job yet, had not even started looking. Um, it was uh, two weeks into our move and had not even unpacked anything. And 
I came to Georgia to be with my sister throughout the process um, of her treatment. And so I got her um, to a good place and as she got through the treatments and everything. And so then I was able to return back to Texas. But by then, I, you know, had continued blogging and I noticed how much excitement I got, like when I um, redid my website, like I would just off of the whim, just like redo my website, like in the middle of the night, you know, I'd have like a new design. Um, and I know that that, that probably scares some people, but like just in one day or one night, like I would literally sit there all night and, and figure this thing out. And so I pretty much taught myself everything that I know about, um, website as far as WordPress. Um, and so I've, you know, continued my education um, into more of developing and coding and getting really heavy, heavily into like, you know, like you said, maintenance and SEO. Um, and I have a very strong, crafty background, like a uh, creative background. I come from um, stationery. Um, that's my first love. And so I got like my first um, clients with stationery and invitations because I did my wedding invitations in 2008. And ever since that point, people would always contact me for invitations. And so that's kind of how I got my start into, I guess, being an entrepreneur and starting my own business and realizing that I could take my creative passion and, you know, um, make a profit even. So that is pretty much um, how I got my start um, into like the creative, um, the creative industry and into web design. Um, like I said, I started my first blog and I taught myself everything that I know about WordPress and I've just continued from that aspect. So I think it's super cool that you are self-taught. <laughs> I think so many of us feel like we have to have some kind of like experience or like education or whatever, but like you literally taught yourself this. And I love how you like paid attention to what your passion was. Like you knew how you felt and like how excited you got about redesigning your website. So it just kind of kept piquing your curiosity. And I just think that's super cool. So like, why is it important to have a website? Because like, I know for me, I always tell people, you need a website, you need a website. And I say it because it's like, you know, you want your own space, like you want something that you own. But, you know, do you have any other reasons why we should invest or, or make sure that we have a website? Well, for starters, and, and probably one of the most important reasons is, is because, you know, we live in a digital age, you know, and um, consumers tend to gravitate and um, their behavior adapts to um, whatever the newest technology is. And so like, if we're not in that place, if we don't, if we're not a part of the digital age, and we, we don't have like, you know, an online um, presence, then that just kind of leaves us out. And it's more, it's, it's, it's definitely about more than just handing out a business card. Um, because if I get home, and I just have your business card, you know, what is going to really make me want to do business with you? And if you have a website, um, that's going to build, you know, trust, um, build credibility. Um, people can take a look at your credentials and see why you're qualified, why they should hire you. They can even read reviews, possibly, you know, if you do case studies, they can look at your case studies or even any award that you have. And when I connect with other creatives, and I do a lot, um, because I love to even share my knowledge and teach others just as, you know, just like you do. And so the number one thing that I hear um, with people that just kind of don't really have everything together, they just say, well, you know what, I get a lot of business from word of mouth. Why do I need a website? You know, I have Facebook, I have Instagram, why do I need a website? But 
what happens when those social media um, platforms go down? And we experience this a lot here lately, and we see like how much the algorithms change, and the fact that like our presence on these um, outlets are it's, it's diminishing. You know, um, less and less people see what we post. Even our followers don't see what we post sometimes. So you need a website. And um, like I said, for those that feel like, you know, why do you need a website? You know, I get most of my business. Um, another big important reason is, is it could be the difference in somebody paying you $500 versus somebody paying you $1,000. And when I, when I connect with people, a lot of times they're very unhappy and they're scared to ask, you know, what they're worth. But it's because pretty much, you know, they don't have things together on the back end. And so, um, like I said, people see that you're professional, people see that you're credible, um, that, that they can trust you. And so that's pretty much the reason why, you know, I feel like you should have a website. And one other thing that I'll leave with is, is that um, your website is like a free employee working for you 24 hours a day, um, all day, every day, you know. So for those that want to argue with me, I say argue with your mama. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I am here for that. That is too funny. <laughs> wow. But because no people, people debate me all the time, like, you know, well, I don't really need a website. You know, like I love to work with other creative entrepreneurs and try to help them, be, you know, to develop their business like in a more professional way. Um, and they always debate me like, I don't need a website. I don't need a website. I, I mean, I'm getting business. I don't need a website. But then you complain about like, hey, I'm not getting paid this. And I just feel like I'm not reaching my people. And, and so I feel like that's why. That's part of the reason why. Yeah. I mean, when you said that piece earlier about credibility, I personally, and I know, like I'm thinking of five people off the top of my head, seriously, who have told me that they have decided to book me as their photographer versus someone else because I have a website and the other person doesn't. And it's just- Because you have a website. Yeah. And I was- and, Yeah, go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just, it's just so crazy because like, even with myself, like, okay, yeah, I see you on social media, but like, I want to go to a website. I want to read more information about you. I want to see if you have testimonials. I want to see things outside of just what you're posting on social media. And I think like, just you what you're posting credibility. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and a lot of people won't even do business with you if you don't have a website. And, and then another big thing is, is that, you know, like, um, I don't want to get too far ahead, but like, even the way that that website is designed, if it's designed poorly, like, you know, <laughs> um, I'm going to probably leave and I'm not going to want to do business with you, but you definitely need an online home, you know, period. Even if it's just a one page website, you need a website. <laughs> period. I mean, but let's talk about it. Let's go ahead. Let's go there. So like, what do you think are like the three most important parts of the website or like what parts should we make sure that we have on our website? Well, um, for one, for me, I would say the most important part um, is functionality. You know, um, you can have a pretty design, a beautiful design, but if it's not functional and if the navigation is all over the place, if you're not leading people to the right place, and when I say navigation, I'm talking about like the, the main, the menu, um, like the top part navigation. Um, so like your navigation menu, um, it needs to be leading people to where they're supposed to be. Um, and it needs, again, it needs to be functional. It needs to work. Um, the speed of your website. Um, so that all goes under like functionality and navigation. And um, so uh, number two would be like the design of how it looks. And like I said, just because it's pretty and beautiful, like doesn't mean that it's functioning. Um, and if it doesn't work, 
then it's no good. And, you know, I have a lot of people that come to me for redesigns because they have maybe they've tried it on their own. They've worked with other designers and they get caught up into all this uh, flashiness and all this uh, flash stuff that doesn't work. And when they get to where they have to show it to somebody, they can't even, you know, pull it up. And so um, obviously, you know, with design, colors are important. Um, the way that your pages are formatted, font, font colors, things like that um, are definitely important. And the last thing that I'll say about the most important part is, is content. Um, you know, like I know, because you're, uh, you put out a lot of content. Content is king. And I know that sounds like cliche, but like it really is. And when it comes to your website, it's really an understatement. And um, the main thing that we want is um, that we want to be found. And so we want to be want our website to be found by search engines. So your content is going to be the key to how search engines find you. And that's going to include like your keywords. Um, you want to make sure that your content does include keywords, but you want to do it naturally. You don't want to just, you know, put a related keyword here and there um, just because you're supposed to so that search engines can find you. But most importantly, um, for consumers, um, your content should provide them with um, the information that they need on your product or your service so that they can become fans and they can want to stay on your website. So I would say next in line to functionality and navigation and design, it would be content. Yes, so um, for me, like the part that, like you said, that really hit home for me was the the content portion. I mean, like, I mean, definitely having like a good navigation, like knowing what's on the menu, what, where do you want people to go, like all that kind of stuff. Um, really quick though about that, I was told that um, the most important thing you want people to see or do should be the first thing in your navigation bar. How true do you think that is? Um, I think it's very true. I, I think it's um I think it's very true. It should be like the first thing in your navigation bar. I definitely agree with that. I do. Okay. I agree with that. And then like let's say so like let's say it's like the first thing that you want people to see maybe is your um your uh cart like where they can purchase like products, like your product page. So if I put that as my first thing in my menu, where would I put like the next important thing to me, which might be like my blog? So then I would put the blog probably like right after that. Um, you know, like we tend to think that like, I, I feel like there's like no, um, there, there is a right way to do this, but then in a sense, you know, you can still have it how you want it to be and, and what's most important to you and, and what you think that people are going to um, want to click on whenever they get there. What do you want them to do whenever they get there? And so I feel like um, your blog could come second to that. Like if you want your people to, to go like right into your shop or to have a link for your shop right away, then if that's what, you know, you're wanting them to do, then list the blog next to that. And then like your things, like your about page, um, your contact page, those things can come even last. Um, they can also come down in the footer section of the website. So it doesn't necessarily mean that like when I go to your page, I have to see, oh, like immediately like, hey, I need to click on an about page, you know, as long as I can come there and see like who you are and what you do um, and that I belong there and this is what I need to do next. I think you're okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's totally <laughs> That totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. And just back with like that content piece, like I think so often people are like, oh, you know, I, I'm just going to like post, you know, like my contact page or like an about page. But like, 
I feel like for me at least, and I know a lot of other consumers in the same way, it's like your content, like you said, content is king. And it's so important to like give people what they want to see on your website. Like don't just, you know, half do it or, you know, be lazy because you just want to say you have a page. Like actually take some time to give people like a little bit of content, tell them about you, like give them what they need to actually make a purchase with you. So I love that you like brought up that, um, that content portion, of, of course. So yeah yeah because um because you have to you, you know one other thing that i one other point that i want to make is is that a lot of times when we think about our website like we think about us we think about our wants and what we want it to look like and while you have to still think about that you also have to think about the consumer the person that's going to come there your audience you know mm. um what do they need to see you know so you have to think about them as well <laughs> I couldn't agree more i couldn't agree more um so Tell us, like, let's talk about bounce rates, because this is something that I saw on your uh, Instagram that I was like, oh, I want to talk about this. Yeah, <laughs> the scary, the scary bounce, the scary old bounce rate that people probably just ignore it because they're scared of it and don't really want to talk about what that should be or what's good or bad, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I really want to, like, dig into this. So how can we keep people on our website longer? And what do you think, like, what is a good bounce rate? So like, well, actually first explain to us what bounce rate is. And then we'll, we'll also talk about like how to keep people. So what a, what a bounce rate is, is basically the percentage of visitors that visit a website who navigate away from the site after viewing only like one page or even the home page. So if they um, come to your page and then they just, they don't have any other triggers, they don't do anything else, they just leave, then we know that that's a problem. Like, why are they not staying on the website? Um, so a good bounce rate would be anywhere from like 26 to probably 40%, I would say. That's like a really good uh, percentage. But like, I don't want to give off like the wrong information that I'm saying, like, you know, um, if you have something that's over uh, 50% that that's going to be bad, it just kind of sometimes depends also on the, the type of site that you have. So like, um, but like for like, for, you know, main purposes, like 26 to 40% um, is like an excellent bounce rate. And then um, anything like maybe 40 to 50% is you're still doing pretty good. You're doing average, um, but anything above like 55 um, to 70, that's considered a high bounce rate. But like if you have, um, let me give you like an example of what I mean, like it depends on the type of site. So like if you have like a one pager site, um, you know that it, it's a single page website. So you know that they're going to only stay on that, that one website. So a high bounce rate is normal for that. Like even if you have a blog with like a little bit of a higher bounce rate, um, because those are websites that you know, we, we single page sessions are expected on those websites. So a high bounce rate, again, is normal for stuff like that. But if you have a website that has a lot of pages and they're, you know, you're, you're, you have an about page, a home page and this page and that page, and they're never making it to those pages, that's when a high bounce rate is considered bad. Gotcha. Okay. That makes so much sense. Um, I've, I've never really mm -hmm. understood like what a bounce rate actually is. Um, that's just, you know, I think, with me and websites, I just get caught up in like, oh, it's so much tech, you know? And so I'm just like, yeah, yeah. With this, you know, I mean, is there a way yeah. to take out like the tech of actually creating, like, let's say 
this is like a beginner, like somebody just now starting, how can we get over like the whole tech aspect of creating and like running a website? Well, um, you know, you're, you're probably, um, it's, it's going to depend on, definitely going to depend on the platform that, you, that you're on. Um, for like my DIY people and, and newbies, um, you know, if you're creating your own website in order to take like the tech side of things out and if you don't know coding, um, you know, in the beginning, you may want to start out with something like, um, I don't want to um, call like any, any names or anything, but like you may want to want to maybe gear towards those drop and drag websites because those tend to be a little bit easier and they have like a lot of the functions already kind of figured out. Like, you know, you may look at it and glance at it, but then it's not really something technical that you need to do or keep up with. Um, but I would always, you know, say that even if you're just like a DIYer or a newbie, then you need to be looking at some type of analytics. Um, you know, I would say sign up for Google Analytics and make sure that you have your website in Google Analytics. And if you're a WordPress user, you know that you can use a plugin to put that on your website and, and to be able to view like how many page views, because you don't, you know, none of us want to like go into this and do all this uh, work and be uh, blindsided and not really know like how many people are coming to our site and um, how many page views and things like that. So that certainly is important. But if you're a newbie, I would say just try to focus on, you know, getting your website up and going um, and make sure that it's functional. Make sure that, you know, you're clear on your message and your call to actions and get people to where they need to be and try to start, you know, um, selling whatever it is that you're selling. Um, and then you can kind of focus on get the traffic first and then focus on uh, what needs to happen with the bounce rate and what needs to happen. Because ultimately, like, I feel like your people and your audience, they're going to let you know, like, if your website is good, they're going to let you know if your content is good, you know, um, if they buy, if they convert, um, that's going to let you know a lot right there. So I would say if you're a newbie, just try to focus on getting your site up and going and functional and not so much worry about um, the analytics portion. Uh. I love that. Thank you so much. I know that was like a curveball question, but you know, it was like really helpful because I think a lot of us, especially in the beginning, like we are, you know, kind of DIYing things and stuff like that. And so sometimes it's just like helpful to know, like, how can of we course. navigate this crazy space of, um, of trying to create like a website? And so, um, and, um, and I was just going to say, you know, and in, in regards back um, to um, bounce rate um, and, and some of the tricks that, you know, you can kind of use to keep people on your site is just to make sure that, you know, your, your content is easy to read, um, that it's short and, and it's straight and sweet to, you know, to the point, um, make sure that you put the important stuff first. That's one trick. You know, um, if you know that it's something like if you work with a particular client or um, something really good happened, try to put that first, you know, so that people are engaged and they're engaged to read on. Don't, don't wait until like the end of the website to put that, somewhere else on another page, um, put that first and make sure, always make sure that it's, um, you know, visually appealing. And then um, one thing that I also hated is that when I go to a site and they make it like, so like it, the admin task are like, okay, well, do you want to see this? Well, sign up for this first or sign up for that, you know, try to give people a little without having them to, you know, always sign up and do a lot of admin stuff and try to keep the admin stuff very light and, and short. <laughs> right. 
I totally agree though. Like I always get kind of discouraged and like a bit turned off if I have to do like jump through a million and one hoops for every little thing that I'm trying to get access to. Like that's really frustrating. Um, so that was a really good point about like, I think at the end of the day, it's like thinking about your user first, you know, instead of creating the website, like just thinking about that, Absolutely. Yeah. Like think about the end user. So yeah. Yeah. And, and, and as long as, um, as long as, you know, you create like a cohesive, um, brand identity, you know, um, you're following that like on your social media channels as well as your website. And, you know, you have a clear navigation. Some of the things we already talked about, um, you know, make sure it's, oh, another thing, make sure that it's optimized uh, for mobile because that is like a big thing right now. Even, um, a lot of developers are pretty much developing sites now mobile first. I don't know if you're like familiar with that or if you've heard that or not, but like, that's a really big thing right now is like they're designing websites now based, uh, you know, for mobile first rather than like desktop because nobody's, you know, <laughs> using like most, most consumers and people are using their phones um, for a lot of things. And so like mobile is first now, mobile, mobile is considered first now. Yeah. And, and one other thing I'll, I'll um, say is, is, you know, um, if you're a newbie and you're trying to create this yourself, make sure that, you know, you know, your audience um, and make sure that um, everything is on brand. Make sure that you have a plan. I would say sit down and write out a plan because a lot of times we're so busy um, over here thinking about what our um, competitor is doing or the next person and saying, oh, I just want a website that looks like hers. And we're missing all the things that we should um, be capturing. And, and I'd like to do this on paper for every website that I do. I always sit down and I, I come up with a plan first, like um, on paper to figure out what needs to happen for my audience and or whoever I'm building the website for their audience and, and how that audience is going to get to where um, we need them to be. Okay. So long story short, we're all going to hire LaShonda and we're just going to make her life easy. <laughs> uh, uh, I wish it were that simple, right? I wish it was that simple. Oh my goodness. Well, okay. So tell us, I mean, maybe for people that are not ready to, um, you know, hire a web designer, even though I think we should all hire LaShonda, um, <laughs> cause she clearly knows what she's doing, <laughs> like writing it out and like thinking about like the user experience. Like I just, I've never thought about these things when I'm creating my website because I think that like you said at the beginning, we're, we're usually created for ourselves, but it's not about us. It's about relaying the information that needs to be relayed to our, our user or to the target customer. So, um, so yeah, like what would you say is one simple tweak that we can make to like our website, um, just to like attract or maybe close more clients or like just keep people, maybe even just like keeping people on our page. So we have like a better bounce rate. Um, I would probably say, um, I, I'm probably going to go because, you know, I like to give you like many because that's just me. <laughs> but like, um, like I said, if you're a newbie starting out, just make sure that you go ahead and create like a blueprint. If you don't have a website, create a blueprint of, um, you know, your target audience, make sure that you understand and know. And I know you get tired of probably hearing target audience, target market, all that good stuff, but it's very important. And it's especially important when it comes to website um, because it's going to be like your roadmap or your blueprint um, when you get ready to sit down and, and build um, your website. And um, I would say probably focus on your content. Your content is for your consumers. It's, it's really not really about you at this point. Um, you know, you want to provide them with 
um, the information that they need and make sure that it's um, in an easy to read manner because when they come to your site, you want them to stay and become, you know, fans um, of your of your product or of your service. And I would say just try to um, make sure that it's visually appealing. You know, don't focus too much on all the flashy things and, and make sure that if, you know, if it's going to be beautiful, that it's going to be pretty. And also make sure that you have clear call to actions so that you can lead them from one place to the, to the next. Love that. I love that. Thank you so much. So really quick before we hop off of here, I wanted to talk really quick on website maintenance because I know like that's something that you've been preaching about lately on Instagram. So how often should we be updating our website and like what sort of things should we be updating or like um, checking in on when we do these website updates? So if you are a WordPress user and um, you're on WordPress.org, and for those that are on WordPress, you know what that is. Um, so you're basically going to need to update your website, I would say probably on like a monthly, ba uh, monthly basis. Um, you'll get like a notification saying that your plugins need to be updated. So don't ignore those. When you see those little things, um, those notifications on the side that appear in red, make sure that, you know, you go go through and hit the update because those are important updates like from your plugins and as you know like plugins and widgets are the way to how we make our website work like the functionality so um if you're on like another platform um i'm not like i told you before like if you're a newbie um and you're if you're using like um drop and drag um they probably already have a lot of that included in there for you so it may just be a matter of you need to just kind of keep your data clean um, so that, you know, your website functions and, and the speed is, is where it's supposed to be, like content, photography, things like that. Um, make sure that, um, you know, you're cleaning up your data and, and your content is staying current. Ooh, okay, perfect. Well, I mean, I definitely don't like go and check up on my website once a month. So now I know I need to add that to the list of, of things that I'm checking in on. Um, I didn't even realize like that we should, to me, that seems like so often, but I mean, I do know for one thing, mm -hmm. the time I did not check my plugins on WordPress and like a lot of stuff was broken or I yeah. guess like reinstalled or something. And I was just like, couldn't figure out why my oh, yeah. was running. And it was because I had never updated <laughs> my, my plugins. So yeah, uh, believe it or not, like a lot of times, a lot of times um, when things aren't working properly, um, it's because we haven't updated in so long. And so, you know, you definitely don't want to go too long without updating. Um, you know, I would say at least kind of check in on the back end of things like once a month. And, you know, maybe you don't have to really do any um, like hard updating. Um, but sometimes those you'll never know, like what they're delivering. You know, it's just like with our phones, you know, if we just if we, if we neglect like the updates and eventually like something is going to break something, an image or something is not going to show, right? And so typically it's because we haven't updated. And it's not, it's also just not about like updating your website, but it's also about like, you know, keeping your database clean, like deleting old content, things like that. Um, and security and backing up your site because lo and behold, if you don't have a backup, and I think that that is something that people miss a lot, you know, they just keep going and keep going and keep going, but we don't have a backup of our website. Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. I don't even know if I have a backup <laughs> website. I <better laughs> think on that. Oh, that's so scary. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because if it goes down, then, hey, you know, 
hey, think about all that hard work, like as a DIY person or a newbie, like, you know, what are you going to do, you know, and, and one way, like if you're, if you are a, a WordPress user, um, and you have like a hosting company, sometimes hosting companies will, you know, provide like a backup of your site. But otherwise, I, I always like to tell people and I always keep backups of websites. That's just what you're supposed to do. <laughs> wow, I'll have to go and double check mine to make sure I have a backup. I use SiteGround, so hopefully I have it. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. not, I need to figure that yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. We, you know, a lot of this stuff is so technical, like we don't want to think about it until like we have to need it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, and then by then it's too late. It's too late by then. Like exactly, 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 <laughs> exactly. And I, and one other thing that I wanna um that I wanted to add um is, is regarding like maintenance plans is is that like I also offer maintenance plans. So like if you have a website um currently running on WordPress and um you just feel like you've ignored all the updates and all that good stuff, like I do have like maintenance plans, um, usually like starting at $39. And so I wanted to extend an offer um, to the She's a Creative podcast listeners like for $25. And um, you'll be able to find out exactly what all of that includes. Um, but yeah, for $25 a month, like I, I would be happy to update, you know, and this is not just all the technical stuff, but it's also a little bit of the pretty stuff so if you you know you want just a picture change or a um, little bit tweaks to content things like that um i can certainly help you out with that yes yes well we so so appreciate it so how do we get information of that or maybe we can just link it in the notes below that way people can um take advantage of that like thank you Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll give you the, the link, but it, um, basically it's LashondaWells.com and forward slash maintenance forward slash she's a creative. Ah, thank you so much. That's amazing. Well, really quick before we hop off of here, I do a rapid fire round. So it's just five questions and you answer the first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? Ready. <laughs> okay. Number one, what is your favorite TV show? Um, my favorite TV show. Oh my God. Right now it's anything that comes on Disney, <laughs> anything, <laughs> anything, uh, Disney or kid related. And I can't even, it's so funny because like, I know like so many, um, shows right now, like just anything kid related, probably it, unfortunately, like that's what motherhood will do to you. But yeah. <laughs> That's your life right now. You have a little three-year-old. So that is my life. That is my life. <laughs> I love it. I love that it. That is my life. Number two, what's a non-negotiable in your life? A non-negotiable in my life is self-care. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I know that we hear a lot about it, but I believe like it, it's, um, it's so important that you just sit back and it's not just about like, hey, I'm going to go get this pretty thing done for myself, but just taking a moment to just um, relax your mind. And, you know, every day I have learned, um, like the hard way to just kind of sit in a moment of silence, even like during the day, even though I, if I feel like I don't have time, you have to just take care of yourself. And I sit and I think and I meditate. And, um, you know, <laughs> I think self care is just non negotiable, period. And then I want to go out and get my nails done and all that good stuff. I want to look pretty. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah, self care. I mean, I it seems like it's like such a I, I don't even know like trend these days but like it's not even a trend like it's a necessity like 
we have to be taking care of ourselves in whatever way makes us feel good. And it, and like you said, it's not just about like, oh, do something that makes you look pretty or whatever. It could be like as simple as taking a walk or exercising. Like that's also something. Yeah, it, absolutely. And, and one thing, like I, I love to get up in the mornings and I just have to, I have to have that moment um, of silence, like to myself before I touch anything else in the morning, like before my child. And if that means me waking up, I'm a, a morning person, but if that means me waking up um, a little bit earlier, then I just have to do that for myself because it seems like everything else just kind of flows throughout my day. And I can, I can um, handle whatever comes my way. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. I love that. Number three, what time do you go to bed? I go to bed around 10.30, between 10.30, 11, somewhere around there. Oh, okay. That's not bad. I go to bed at like 2, but it's no big deal. <laughs> oh, my God. My, yeah, right. Like, my husband is, like, the person that goes to bed at, like, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning and then back up. I, I could definitely not be a mor- morning person and um, <laughs> go to bed at that time. So, if, if I go to bed past, like, 12 o'clock or 1 o'clock, like, like you can forgive me the next day seriously (laughs) (laughs) number four what's the last book you read oh boy the last book that I read I'm gonna be very honest with you like I'm probably gonna even go back to I'm probably gonna even go back to um one of the kitty books because it was like really the the like I read so much to my daughter like Oh my God. You know what? I'm just going to say, uh, Dora loves boots. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) That is too funny. I mean, that's mom's life though. So I'm not mad at it. (laughs) So the last question, and this is one that I ask everybody, it's what does it mean to you to be a female creative or a female entrepreneur? Um, what it means to me is, is, um, I, again, I love to work with other creatives um, and I am just on the hunt to figure out like ways to help people because like there's always a space for helping people um, and I want to see other creatives blossom. Um, I, I want to see other women blossom and what it means to me is, is just serving, um, serving and, and also serving myself to be able to serve others, if that makes sense. Um, I, I, I just want to like implement myself like in situations to where I can, can be a help. Um, a lot of times, you know, we'll sit back and we'll think that, oh, no one can learn from me. You know, um, I don't really know this or that, but I promise you, like the more and more I connect with people, the more I find out that there's somebody out there that can learn, um, something from you that, that they haven't mastered yet. So. I love that. I love that. It's so like, I love how you say service, like being of service and like giving your service. I think that that is like the highlights for me of being like an entrepreneur to like be able to like give something to somebody that they can't do themselves or maybe they don't want to do it. Like maybe they can, they just don't want to, but to be able to like serve somebody in that way, it just like really lights me up. So I love that answer. So tell us really quick how we can keep up with you. Like what's your social media, your website, of course your website and all that good stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my website, of course, is LashondaWells.com, and I'll spell LaShonda for you. It's L-A-S-H-O-N-D-A Wells.com. And you can find me on Instagram at LaShonda Wells and on Twitter and Facebook at LaShonda Wells, 
Love it. Love it. Well, LaShonda, thank you so much for dropping these nuggets to us about our website and how to keep it maintained and when we should be keeping it maintained. So like, I really appreciate you coming on and just dropping this for us, sis. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and like I told you, like, I'm, I'm so proud to have met you and I really admire what you do. And I just say, keep up the great work. I know you probably hear that all the time, but you're doing a super awesome job and I enjoy the podcast as well. So ah, I'm over here like smiling. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the She's a Creative Podcast. If you enjoyed this, let me know by sharing a review on iTunes or sending me a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and your favorite part. Go follow me on social media to get more inspiration, wisdom, and tips at She's a Creative Podcast or at Mrs. K Hillman on Instagram. And check out the blog at She's a Creative.com. I love you, creative darling, so much. And until next time, keep building your creative dreams.